0: We play and call it work. Many Wargamer Dave here from MiniWarGamer.com. Welcome, Wargamers, to the Shrine of Chaos. In today's episode, we're going to be giving away a special model. It is the Catachan Kernel. It is the Carl Weathers. It is the uh, awesomeness that sparks so much fun and enthusiasm from the community a little while ago. It's not a brand, brand new. It's still new. It's not like yesterday brand new or today or even tomorrow brand new, but it's, it's a new model going to be giving it away it's sponsored by max aggression gaming for those of you who know or who are local in the area in the niagara region or heck even in the toronto area i would say buffalo but border isn't exactly open yet not just yet so uh if you guys are wondering max aggression gaming is open the uh, niagara falls location is open and so uh thank you very much dan for that for that uh, giveaway i'll be doing that a little bit later in the show uh, I want to be talking about some of the new stuff that's come out since last Saturday some of the uh, sneak peeks in the previews and the newness in the new models that F- GW has has dropped on us and uh, kind of get our gaming fun factor wheels turning in our brains which uh I was able to attend the the preview last Saturday and I was pretty excited about it I made a video about the new uh, trailer that came out my thoughts and impressions on that I also was able to catch all of it so I caught all of the new stuff as I'm sure many of you have as well and so I'm curious and yes the answer to your question is is the giveaway international yes it is it's international so uh, it doesn't matter where you are well actually hold on yes it's international uh, so much as your postal system is able to accept a package from Canada right so if you're in Australia and for some reason, the postal system is uh, not accepting of packages. Uh, just as an arbitrary example, it could be anywhere. It could be in Russia. It could be in the UK. I don't know. Uh, as long as they accept it, it'll be. It will, we'll ship it out to you. There's nothing going to stop us on our end from shipping it out to you. So, just so you're aware, just so you know, I thought you might want to know that. I think that'd be a fun thing to know. Uh, there's some uh, some new things that were talked about. Uh, the nine new things that we can look forward to which uh, I want to go over in this live stream and get your thoughts and opinions on that too because uh, I think that'd be fun I, I think to see uh, what-, what you guys think about it all uh, and there is a, a new there's a piece of news that I want to share with you not right now I'll share with I'll share it with you uh, in a little bit uh, some of you may know exactly what it is according to some of the comments that have been left on the trailer video that I made or the response to the trailer video that I made uh, last Saturday. Uh, someone may have commented on it, uh, and some people saw the comment for sure. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what the comment is yet, because I want to save that f- for later. I know that I am personally excited for it. Uh, Erwin Rommel, you are a Bernie Roe. I'm getting distracted. I'm not sure what any of that means. Uh, I, I, I don't know what that means. I'm not even going to respond to it. So, Anyway, that's something that I want to talk to you guys about as well. Uh, one of the exciting things that, that I think is uh, cool is the uh, we get to retain our codexes. We, d- we don't have to throw them out which is nice. We don't have to look forward to, oh man, we got to replace all our books now because they said that you can keep the old codexes and so that that's really neat. I think that's neat how uh, all that stuff kind of stays in place and uh, we can retain what we are what we have, because I don't know about you guys, but here in the studio, we have every book, we have every release that was in ninth edition, we have or eighth edition rather, and we have every every up to date book. So it would be a pain, to say the least, to have to repair uh, replace everything, which isn't the end of the world, but it's still a big pain if we had to replace every single book as it came out. It's nice knowing that the library of books that we have that we've collected over the years. We're still able to use, which uh, I like it. Uh, Hey, Dave, is your wife still enjoying 40K? Says James Isted. And the answer is yes, indeed, she is still enjoying 40K. In fact, we are playing a game against each other tomorrow. And we're going to be playing another uh, Blood Angels versus uh, Chaos game. This time we're changing it up a bit. Before we were doing the slow grow, which was awesome and fun and she loved it. Uh, now, what we're going to do is, um, I was going to make a post about this, but I might as well tell you guys about it now. We're going to a- pose a question to you guys, and here's the question. You have 500 points to create a, it's 500 because it's bite-sized and it's small, and she is, after all, still learning 40k in general and Blood Angels. So uh, 500 points, with that 500 points, build a Blood Angels army, put whatever HQ you want, make sure it's uh, you're using the points because that's what we're going to do. We haven't actually used points yet in a game. We've only ever just added units according to rule of cool completely disregarding points and power for that matter now we're building an army using points what points would you recommend she add to her blood angels and she make a 500 point list just a small bite-sized army what do you think it should be and uh, that's what I'm that's what we're gonna do so she's gonna build hers and uh, I'm gonna build mine and we're gonna fight against each other we're gonna do two games. And then we'll post those. Those will be posted not this week, but uh, probably next week when the editing is done on those. All (laughs) dreadnoughts. And by all means, go... uh, Hey Dave, how will the Assault Intercessors be as Blood Angels? I can't wait. Yes, uh, I can't wait for that too, because I'm excited for that. After all, I am a Blood Angels player uh, at the end of the day, in addition to Chaos, of course. So I'm very excited about that as well. Uh, So... That's, that's the task. I'm going to make a post about that. Uh, 500 points. You know what? I'm going to do it on the Facebook group. Why not? Let's do it on the Facebook group. Uh, in fact, in real time, I'm just going to do it right now. Uh, I'm just going to post on it right now because uh, why not? Uh, I like posting on the group because it's uh, it's very interactive. There's a lot of uh, good like instant interactivity with it. A lot of people are quite active on the group. And so here you go. Uh, What blood angels or blood angel uh, army would you make with only five hundred points to spare? In brackets, this is for Vera's battle against Dave's chaos in their game tomorrow. Okay. Post. Oh, uh, we've got to capitalize a double year. There you go. Post that's in the Facebook group. If you're not in the Facebook group, uh, join the Facebook group. I encourage you to do that. Uh, So that's the question. What 500 points would you do uh, Jerky Jones says, As the guy that loves Chaos Space Marines, do you hate regular Space Marines, or do you still like them and think they're cool, just not as much as Chaos? Well, to answer your question, Jerky Jerk, uh, I Chaos will always be my number one love, so everything pales in comparison when it comes to that. I, I just the rule of cool, I love their aesthetic, I love their play, I love their feeling, I love how I feel when I when I feel them and play with them. So the, to answer your question everything it takes a backseat to that however i will say this i am a space marine fan when it comes to blood angels and space wolves for some reason those two chapters are just they they speak to me uh, i myself my blood in real life i am half viking i am norwegian and so i i it calls to me and for the blood angels for some reason i just have this thing in my mind that I think they're chaos. I don't know why. I, I think it's actually because they are chaos. Uh, it, they they have they have have to quench this. They have to suppress this rage. And so, like to me, that's a berserker, right? That's just a fancy way of saying I'm a berserker. I want to get in there and kill stuff. I can't control my anger. Like that's that to me is really, really that's that's more chaos than other chaos legions, in some cases. Like that that's. Really awesome. Heck, if, uh, let's, let's flip this around for a second. Let's say, let's say the Blood Angels originally were one of the nine that uh, fell to Chaos. Would it be so far fetched? Would it be like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. You know, they're Blood Angels, they're they're one of the Chaos Space Marines. Yeah. Uh, I, it, that would be completely acceptable. Completely. Uh, and it would only happen probably after the fall of the Primarch, but that would be completely, uh, plausible and believable and i would uh, buy into it and i think that that would be fun to watch and see Uh, but that isn't the case officially now that not every single blood angel is that way but as a whole battling this inner darkness that's what it is that's really what it is yeah seems legit right they totally did fall to chaos that one time in horus heresy Uh, My wife and I will be uh, splitting the new box set when it comes out. Uh, I'll be doing Black Templars, and she'll be uh, rocking the Necrons, says Chris Price. See, that's awesome. That's fantastic to hear. I love hearing that. That is super cool. Uh, And you know what? Here's a cool thing, too. I typically don't care about Necrons, right? Like, Necrons are just Necrons. Uh, There's boring robots I don't get a personality list like that that's my feeling how much of that is actually true I don't know I haven't spent the time to like read and dig into the lore of the Necron specifically all I know is my impression of them and that is what it is it's cold it is steely it's really hard to relate to them uh, but I'm sure they have a lot more personality when you dive into the books and stuff like that but I just I haven't so I haven't had that awakening yet within myself now that being said, that being said, taking a look at some of the new models, they look pretty cool, and some of the close combat ness of them. In fact, you know what? Here, let's do this. Let's actually go over here. Here, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go like this, uh, game capture, boop, and then let's go to boop. Let's take a look at some of this, because this is the their post that they that they posted uh, a few days ago. This isn't brand new, but I want to look at it just because it shows off the new models. And this is, is this the number one thing I'm excited for? Because it applies to Blood Angels in a very specific, awesome way. I think it might be. The, uh, the Assault Primaris is just going to be super cool, I think. Right? Like, look at this. Chainsaw, meat mulching. And whoever, by the way, whoever writes this stuff, they know how to write in such a way where you kind of... You look at it, and you you can, I didn't mean to click on that. You look at it, and you get excited about it, and then it just stops. Okay, all right, let's go with this. Warhammer community. It's not how you spell it, but it's close enough. Boom. boom, 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 boom. <laughs> all right, where'd it go? Where's the post? new. No, that's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Nope. That's not it. Come on. Where is it? I literally just had it. Here it is. Okay. Did you guys not see that? Able to view in 360 degrees? I guess, yeah, I guess that would be uh there's responding to the video. I thought it was going to like pop out and then we can like spin this around. So, this one, okay, cool. Like, the new Necron Warrior. That's neat. But I'm looking at this guy here. This towering killer, as it says, as it is described. The uh, Scorpec Lord. Uh, See, now that looks like it would be terrifying to take out in close combat. And if you look at him, if you look at his limbs, like, to me, he kind of reminds me of... He's almost as if a Tyranid had no flesh... But it had a completely mechanical skeleton. That's what this reminds me of. That's how that would look like. In fact... How cool would it be... If that was actually a thing? But that's what... The look, the aesthetic reminds me of that. That guy's probably stupid, hard to take out in close combat... And I wouldn't be surprised if, because it's Necrons and they're hard to kill in general, if there was some sort of Gazgul rule where it took multiple phases to take them out. Would not be surprised at all if that was the case. All right, now I'm going to go back to you guys for a minute and uh, get your thoughts on that. Spare Tyranid screw used for legs. Kind of what it looks like, right? I'd assume painting them... You wouldn't have to make the noses show up so much. Anybody know how to get in the raffle? Well, this is how you get in the raffle. You just got to stay in the show, and I'm going to be randomly picking out a name at the end of the show. That, that's how it is. That's how that's going to work. Oh, by the way, as a reminder, if you guys are coming here because of the giveaway, it is the Catachan kernel sponsored by Max Aggression Gaming. And uh, thank you very much, Dan. By the way, as a reminder, his... Niagara Falls location is open right now, so if you guys want to go there and pick up your goodies, your wargaming goodness, and models, and whatever else you want to do, his location at Niagara Falls is open. Hey Dave, what do you think about the suggestion the Blood Angel players have to put up have to put up to pay CP to make the new Assault Sessors in Death Company? Uh, I about the suggestion that Blood Angels have to put up. Well, okay. This is how I feel about that. Uh, Anything that makes Death Company better is, I mean, I'm going to take it, right? Like it it doesn't matter what it takes to get there. As long as there is an option for it to happen, I will probably take that option Uh, just because it's fun and because it's the chaos in me and it's the really they're berserkers in my mind. And that's how it, that's how I feel. That's how it works. That's what I want it to end up being. And that's what's going to happen. Russell Higgins says, First Blood Angels rule. Dante and Mephiston against the rest of the universe. uh, Fair fight. Second, the Primaris Assault Marines. Soon, we will just drop Primaris, and they will just be Marines, and the mini-Marines will go away. Do you think so? Do you think that's uh, eventually what they're going to do? I mean, if that is eventually what happens, I mean, that is what's going to happen, and we have no control over that. But, I mean, maybe. I'll fill them with putty. See, I, I personally th- hope that doesn't happen because they're they're still usable, right? I know they're they're pushing Primaris and they want to sell a lot of Primaris. And if it does happen, I wouldn't be surprised. But if it doesn't happen, I'll also be happy because there's oh man, there's so much, there's so many models, so many models that we have that are that are just not Primaris. That it would be really sad, and I'm sure you guys understand as well. For the years and years you've been collecting these guys, and all of a sudden Primaris, and hopefully it doesn't. Make it so the rest of my army is obsolete and redundant. That's really the feeling that we have about this. Having to pay CP to uh, to run fun things like Nurgle Demons with a Death Guard just seems silly. Uh, but here, you know, the interesting thing about that is that it, it rewards, I mean, to me it rewards you playing a mono army And it gives you the option to still do that stuff, but you just, you got to pay the price for it, which is the same across the board for everybody. And since it is, then it feels like it's more fair, feels like it without knowing the absolute intricacies of how it will work just from face value, from that description. I, I think that it's a step in the right direction. Uh, now, seeing how it's actually going to be executed is a different story, obviously. We don't know 100% certain yet. But the idea seems like, okay, all right, that's that's cool. Because I know there's some other armies that could not. They just simply, uh, they couldn't, uh, without the help of other codexes, really be good. Can I win, says fa- Facebook user. Uh Well, that's interesting because you say Facebook user but then another Facebook person it has their name on it so uh, I think it depends on where you're coming from on Facebook now right now we're going live on our Facebook page and on the Facebook group and I can't tell you which one shows your name uh, Rob uh, Decker Legend. sorry if I said your name wrong all I know is that I'm able to see your name and you're on Facebook so if you're on the Facebook page, could you specify, yes, I'm on the Facebook page, or I'm in the Facebook group. Whichever one you specify, that's the Facebook one that you'll need to be on for me to be able to see your name specifically. Max Aggression is also a great painter, says Larry Denmark, and I can attest to that because he has painted some models that I have. Absolutely, yes. Hey, Dave, will there be a guest today? Uh, the guest is you, Mr. Uh Blachnik. Griff Pritch said, uh, did you know your Gmail address was showing at the top of your browser? Uh, nope, I didn't know that. Uh, I can only just hope that you don't spam me. Uh, but if you have a specific question for me afterwards, then ask away. I haven't dabbled in the hobby since before 7th, and I'm thinking of going into Imperial Guard Uh Would you have any advice for starting out with that faction? Having never collected Imperial Guard, uh, what would I say about that? Well, apparently, if you collect tanks, uh, there's going to be some special things happening to tanks very soon in 9th edition. So, uh, I would get tanks. Because that seems to be what they're all about. I remember back many years ago when it was like you couldn't fight the mechanized tank force of an Imperial Guard. They used to be number one. So that that was, I guess you can't go wrong if you focus on tanks when you're Imperial Guard. Now, this is coming from a non-Imperial Guard player. All I know is that that seems like it's fluffy for them, and then for you to be able to still shoot at things that are in close combat with you or shoot at other things that are from afar, that seems like it makes them more powerful. I would go with tanks. That's me. That's a non-Imperial Guard's opinion of what to do when fighting Imperial Guard. Just working out. Listening to Shrine of Chaos. Pretty great day, says Black Templar. What kind of workouts are you doing? Are you doing 888 push-ups because Corn wants it? I'm thinking of getting two to three new starter boxes as I play both Ultramarines and Necrons. Uh, Games Workshop loves you, Mr. Kirvan. Uh I love the idea of making terrain matter. I I like that idea, too. Of making terrain matter. That is always a good thing. And that makes it uh, so much better. Especially for close combat armies. Oh, man. I can't wait to just... I can't wait to have close combat rewarded like that. Oh, man. Have I ever been waiting many additions for that? Uh, Especially with Quorum Berserkers. Can you imagine, guys? Can you you just imagine? You use the terrain to your advantage. uh, You can actually run up to the enemy, not get blasted before you make it there. Even though they have their one stratagem where you can move like, what is it, nine inches or whatever? Like, big deal. That doesn't help much. Just makes it so they die sooner. I think the terrain, like, I am really looking forward to seeing how that works and making berserkers act how they should, how they act in the lore. Right? right, Like, Make it so they're as dangerous as they can be. Now, obviously, there's delivery systems. You can put them in rhinos and whatever, which uh, which is still cool, which is still fun. But what if you just don't have the rhinos? Or what if you, you have other things that you want to drive up instead of that? It just makes it so there's more options for you, and, and I like it. Maybe they won't need to pay as much. They pay as they have a keyword in common. I don't know, but I do agree that as I use Slenesh demons with my Empress children at times but just for fun with a supreme command. It says D-Nexus-K. Yeah. Uh, I I can't wait for that to happen. You know, like, uh, when is that going to be? We don't know. Uh, like, later on. It'll be in a little bit. It'll be, like, we got a little bit of 8th edition left. All I know is that. They said Primaris were for every chapter plus Death Watch, so I guess they'll get the Assault Ones, says David, James David Holmes. I don't play a whole lot of Death Watch. Um, Death Watch are cool, though. I used them one time in a campaign, and they were fun. They were actually fun. A lot of opportunities for storytelling. Loyalist Berserkers? Dave confirms. (laughs) Uh, Well, are Berserkers loyal? Are they? I mean, Khorne is honorable, right? So maybe, maybe that's your answer right there. I think it won't be bad if the CP cost isn't too steep. Still feels weird that detachments now do nothing, but still exist. Uh, do they absolutely do nothing? Has it been confirmed that they do absolutely nothing? I guess they just... Yeah, if you're given the same amount of uh, command points, I mean, that's how you get command points before, right? Just through detachment. So what do they do now? You know, I think maybe, I don't know if they do nothing. If they're going to keep it the same, then you still need a detachment to have access to certain rules in your codexes. Some of those rules don't apply if, you, if you're not in a detachment. So maybe that's the reason to still keep detachments. It's to still be Battleforged in that sense. And just the command points are different. There are a whole other layer of rules on top of that. I think that's what that means. I do like the new Marines, especially in the end of my Night Lord sites. <laughs> oh, ben Pollard, uh, I don't think you could have said it any better. Eric Thompson, uh from what you've gathered from Crusade missions, uh, what ideas are you formulating for stories to tie in a crusade campaign? Ooh. That's exci- you know what? I think because the way in which we battle here at Mini Wargaming is uh, we kind of do more narrative anyway. That's kind of how that's the flavoring we we choose that's awesome because that just makes it so it's that much easier to make regular battle reports i say regular battle reports so non-narrative non-tied in with the general narrative battle reports uh that can kind of make them more campaigny and narrative in nature just by being normal battle reports and i think that's cool that is fun what ideas do i have uh heck I have a floodgate of ideas. Uh, there's, okay, well here, you know what? I'm just going to spill the beans right now. I wasn't going to tell you until later on in the show, but I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, Farrah, my wife Farrah, when she saw the trailer for 9th edition, uh, she, she got excited and, and she said, uh, what army is that, Dave? I want to play them. And she was referring to the Sisters of Battle and in my mind I was like I'm not surprised that she said that and that it kind of came to that eventually like she saw the blood angels at first uh, but after seeing how the sisters were betrayed, portrayed in that video it made her extremely excited and so she is literally right now reading the codex <laughs> and she's going to play the sisters now so I, I just got to say like that's pretty cool uh, you can see her liking sisters, right? Uh, yeah, I can see her liking sisters too, because uh, she does already like sisters. And here's okay, all yesterday, she was doing this. Uh, she was reading the codex. Uh, we were actually we're outside in the backyard by the pool, right? The kids are jumping in the pool, and I was in there with them. And, and Farah, she was just kind of sitting, uh, in the in the chair, uh, outside with us, and she was reading the codex. And then she would say, she'd all of a sudden. Uh, she would say these cool things, well, things that were cool to her, but it, it made them fun because she got ex- so excited about it. Like, here's an example. She's like, Dave, did you know that the Adeptus Mechanicus actually make the armor for the sisters? <laughs> <laughs> so she said that, like, I and to be honest, I didn't know that because I don't know much about the sisters. I've never read anything about them specifically. All I know about the sisters... <laughs> All I know about the Sisters is that when I was first introduced to 40K 13 years ago, I saw Sisters, and uh, I saw Space Nuns. I thought, nope, I don't want to play that. I want to play something else. That was my like initial first impression of Sisters. And uh, ever since then, it was like, uh, okay, uh, I don't really care. I, I want to play something that speaks to me. Oh, Chaos. Awesome. Cool. Right. And then their new stuff came out, and uh... But now that I'm learning more through osmosis, by the way, through Fair reading stuff, they actually, they're getting more of a personality to me, even though it's complete, completely goes against chaos. It's like not, that's like complete anti-chaos basically. Uh, But because of the human aspect of it, they are humans uh, and they, uh, they have certain things that they do that are relatable. Uh, And she, last night she was, uh, she was reading and she was telling me, she's like, so get this, Dave. They, uh, every single tooth on their chain swords has an inscription on it and everyone is blessed. And the ceremony that these sisters go through to receive their weapons of war is a big deal. And they can actually use someone else's weapon. They can use the weapon of a fallen comrade on the battlefield. But when they do that, there's a certain ceremony that they got to go through on the battlefield for that to happen. And it's a big honor for that to occur. And so as she was explaining this to me in my mind, I was thinking, I mean, that's cool. I never knew that before. That's really neat. Uh, I, as much as I don't like the sisters, like I don't care about the sisters. I do like that. There's a lot of flavor and personality to the sisters. And I like that. She likes the sisters. So there's this whole, there's this whole thing going on with, with, uh, in my mind right now. I'm like, I feel like I'm, I got this like emotional uh, whiplash because it's like on the one hand, I'm not interested in the sisters, but on the other hand, I love that she's interested in the sisters, which is making me interested in the sisters and knowing things about them because of her, her excitement is contagious. And so we're going to, we're actually going to do another series and the new series is going to be, uh, uh, which by the way, I'm, going to make a post about it, I'll make a poll about it what the first units uh, she should collect for all of the Sisters players out there you can uh, glean some uh, experience and, and some information to help Farah uh, and we're going to make a video tomorrow and watch out for that video because she'll she'll be asking you guys because uh, she's brand new uh, to not just 40k but to playing the Sisters as well she wants to get into to playing the Sisters and what you would recommend and so watch out for that video She's going to be making that video. We'll be posting that and then you can comment on the video and uh, lend your thoughts. Be careful if your wife starts to find out if you're getting interested in her models. What? In her sisters. Oh, no, that's okay. That won't happen. uh, I don't think. No. Think about it, Dave. What if uh, it was Tao that she liked and was into playing? That would be true chaos. Uh, That won't happen. That is the uh, language of blasphemy, so we don't have to worry about that. Wow, so Mechanicus simp simp for Sororitas. Well, they they make their armor. That's all I know. Ask Luca, don't he play with them? He, okay, it's funny. He has played with them, but he doesn't play with them much. Like, we actually talked about this in in our meeting on Monday because we're all like, Luca, you play them, right? Like, what do you know about them? He's like, "Uh, I don't play them. I don't know much about them. I played them a few times, but that's it. And so out of all of all of us at Mini Wargaming, he knows the most about them and he doesn't know much about them because he really doesn't play them. So uh, it's funny. So, really, no one really plays them here at Mini Wargaming. Not properly, anyway. Like, not as one of their main armies that they play. Uh, what do you think of Gene Steeler cults? Can I run an army of bikes? Uh, well, you can do anything you want, really. Uh, all I know about Gene Steeler Cult is that that's another one of those armies that doesn't excite me. I'll be absolutely honest; like, I, I don't. It's really hard. It is very hard for me to get excited about an army that just is is uh, to be honest a Xenos army. Like, uh, unless it's orcs, because I like orcs and I would totally play orcs. Uh, I, I have I have played orcs in the past. Uh, not as, like, my main army, but a few games with orcs, and it's fun. Uh, orcs are fun to play. Uh, unless it's orcs, I don't like Xenos, and so I just can't... What, what do I say to that? I say, if you have fun playing them, then all the power to you. I don't, I don't get excited about it, and that's just my two cents on it. Would I play against it? Sure. Uh, even playing against Xenos armies is a little, like, in my mind, it's... I have more fun when I don't play against Xenos, when I play against uh, uh, Space Marines. Or Orcs, actually. Uh, I got my Prophecy of the Wolf, which means I got my first Primaris. i been resisting because I love my Blood Claws. But they are in the box. Any suggestion about building Infiltrators versus Incursors? Uh, from, from what I have done in the past, and this relates to Blood Angels, not Space Wolves specifically, but I imagine it is a similar thing with the Infiltrators. You can... Uh, you could do your, uh, you could do your uh, deployment where you're, you could start up closer, which is nice, especially if it's an objective game. Uh, you have a lot more flexibility and maneuverability with those guys. And so there was actually one game that I chose Infiltrators. Uh, and I, I had like three units of them and they were all up the board. So they were basically, I had board control at the beginning of turn one, and it was it was nice because it forced my opponent to focus on them when the real threat was not them. It was my dreadnoughts and my other my aggressors and my other units that were actually the true threat. And so I think I mean they're very good. There's a lot of utility use. And plus they're at the end of the day, they are they're primaries, right? They will be harder to kill. And they are decent when they are in close combat because they are, especially in the Assault Doctrine, they just get more close combat attacks because Corn wants it. Dave, at Mini Wargaming, can you ask Matt to do sit and talk? We miss him. Also, any news on when you can go back in the studio? Says me some 802. Yes, we do miss Matt. Uh, he's doing a fantastic job, by the way. Uh, he's actually working very hard behind the scenes. Working on the website. So if you guys have visited the website re- recently and you have seen that it uh, it works, uh, it's like it's what you expect it to work like. Uh, it's Matt is focusing all of his time on this. And he's uh, working very hard. Matt went to school as a computer... Uh, he, he was learning computer science. So he knows how to computer program. He knows how to web develop. And uh, he, he still... He needs to focus time on it because he's learning new languages and he's uh, he's doing he's getting over the learning curve of doing all that right now. And, so, uh, and he's very bright. He's very, in my opinion, he's a genius. He would never admit to that, but he, uh, he is an absolute uh, force when it comes to intelligence. And so a uh, great job for Matt working so hard on that. And it's all behind the scenes. And that's a, it's a very non, he's not in the spotlight. It's non-rewarding. Uh, in terms of like uh, he doesn't get the the praise and the accolades as he should when it's behind the scenes because he's not in the forefront. He's not in the spotlight, so uh, it's hard to see. And it's a lot of the stuff that he's doing is behind the scenes. It's the functionality of the website. It's the user interface experience. It's all that stuff that you don't necessarily see. Uh, I get to do some of the fun stuff in terms of the website. Like I can uh, make suggestions and actually do create graphical assets that are applied to the website, which he then makes it so the programming makes sense for these things. And that's stuff that you can see. But a lot of the stuff that he does, you can't see. You can't really, uh, if it works, if you click on a page and it works and uh, you click on a picture and it pops up, that's something that he has done, but you would never know it because it's all behind the scenes. So, uh, and it will, I mean, yeah, like it would be great when it, we can come back and when we can all go back to the studio and start making videos as per normal. And we hope that it is soon. Uh, well, it, it'll be when it, when it is, uh, ultimately. But Smithy's Streams. Hey, Dave, just hopped in. What's going on? And thank, and thank Matt for me. Absolutely. Uh, we will thank Matt. What's going on? We're in the middle of a Shrine of Chaos right now. So welcome. If, in fact, if this is your first time attending a Shrine of Chaos, which is, I don't know where you're viewing it from. It could be on Periscope or Facebook or YouTube or Twitter. Twitter is Periscope, uh, Twitch is what I meant to say. Then welcome to the shrine of chaos. There's only one very important rule. It's just that if you collect Tao, then uh, goodbye. There's no you got to leave uh, because there's no chance of you getting uh, a giveaway if you collect Tao. Obviously, I don't have any control over that, and uh, you can just lie to me very easily. But if you do, uh, you know Corn will know, and uh, Corn is honorable. So just keep that in mind. I collect demons of Corn, says Smithy Streams. And therefore, you are always welcome in the Shrine of Chaos. Second ever Shrine of Chaos, Morgan Bandy says. Well, welcome, welcome. Will people get kicked if you found out if they play Tau? Do you wanna? Do you wanna test this theory? Do, do you wanna? Do you really wanna know what would happen? I don't know if you want to really, really know. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Uh, by the way, oh uh, yeah, we are doing the giveaway. We'll, we're doing that soon. Uh. The giveaway is the Kaddishan Colonel. He is uh, sponsored by Max Aggression Gaming. Max Aggression Gaming. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out uh, in their store. If you are local in the Niagara region, their Niagara Falls location is open. Just so you guys know. What if you just paint Tau? Well, it depends. Are you painting the body of a dead Tau, of a base, of a berserker? Then absolutely you are welcome in the Shrine of Chaos you gotta clear, You got to really specify the question there. Alpha Legion or Black Legion? Well, Black Legion. And then Alpha Legion. Because ultimately, they may very well be Alpha Legion. Even though they present themselves as Black Legion. You have to pledge allegiance to Chaos to win, I believe. Or pledge not to... Kant uh, went up too quick. Not to play Tau. <laughs> what if you collect Tau and play very poorly? Just to see them die horribly every match. Well then... Uh, then you are you are welcome you are welcome in the shrine of chaos because that's a beautiful sight and you are certainly sacrificing yourself for the greater good when that happens so that makes me smile thank you dave for the inspiration to start a blood angels army do you have any thoughts on the upcoming close combat base primaris units? says jake mcdonald and these are my thoughts yes i'm very excited for them for the assault and assault Intercessor? Is that what you guys are calling them? Is that the short form of the name? We can't say Assault Intercessor, we have to say something shortened. Assault Intercessor? <laughs> assault Intercessor. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. Uh, obviously, like uh, I, I think that's going to be great. Anytime you can add more close combat attacks to anything in close combat makes me happy. Uh, especially when it's fighting Tao. <laughs> And you survive the Overwatch. That makes me happy. I I enjoy hearing that Seeing that. I think that'll be fun. I can't wait for it. I can't wait for, like, the nitty-gritty of the rules to drop and for them to be implemented and for it to be a thing. And we could just continue continue going on, making all the cool coverage for it. Get rid of Tau, shield drones, and they'll be manageable. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's what we got to do, right? We got to kill the drones first before we kill the actual meat of the army. Isn't that every single time every single time that's what happens true primaris death company yes right like that that yeah uh did you expect reavers to get reworked with ninth i yeah i kind of expect something there right because it's like oh all right we got the uh, assault intercessors what about the reavers isn't that kind of what they were but not so yeah i i expect something to happen with them And if not, it's a a shame. It really is. Uh, You know what would be cool? Uh, If there were maybe Jump Pack Reavers. See, I think that would make them neat. Uh, Heck, Jump Pack Assault Intercessors. Because that's basically your Assault Marine in Primaris form. That would be amazing. Thoughts on Plague Bearers being nerfed? I don't really... Play with them too, too much, so I'm not overly hurt about it. But I, I can certainly feel for the pain of my fellow Chaos players when you are saying this and feeling this. I, I don't like that. That's really what I don't. Hey, Dave, thanks for answering Gene Steeler cult question. Shame you don't like Xeno's though. I understand what you mean about Xeno's though. They sometimes feel a bit irrelevant, irrelevant in the main 40k story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is kind of how I feel about them. It is really unfortunate. Like yeah unless they're orcs, I just it's really hard for me to get into them right like I it... in fact, you know what okay I have a question for you Zeno's players. what is it about Zeno's armies that draws you to them? Why do you play Zeno's armies? D- is it a matter of relatability? How do you relate to Zeno's armies? I don't get it. they don't I don't relate to them. It just doesn't make sense. For some reason, I relate to chaos. It's just what makes sense to me. Even though, if you really think about it, it's, are they human? They, like, they are humanoid, a superhuman, tainted by the awesomeness. Like, I I don't know. It's it just, yeah, I want to know what you guys think, right? So, because orcs is the be- bestest. I mean, sure, I understand that. Did I talk about ninth? I, we're kind of all talking about ninth everything. Just needed a break for Marines. Okay, so just need, well, I just love the lore of Jakari. Okay, all right, just like the lore, that's, that's cool. Right now we're talking about why people like Xenos, because I'm not particularly a Xenos army fan. Like, their lore is neat, but actually playing them on the battlefield is different. That means you're committing. You're committing to them, and you're going to, like, you're going to, back them with your heart and be like, I want to win with these guys because they mean something to me. All the Space Marines look too similar to me. I like the variety of the Xenos. I mean, the Space Marines are very similar to each other. That, that's that's really it. And I think that's why I like the Chaos Space Marines because as much as they are similar, they're different and they have their own uh, flavor. I like the additional twist of sci-fi fantasy. Okay. Play Necron because amusement of robot zombies, though my interest has drifted to sisters lately. <laughs> I I can see how, and I can see why. I think there's a strong argument to be made that space marine factions just look just all look too similar and are too samey aesthetically. I mean they are very much samey aesthetically. They really are. And there's very there's minor differences between them and their play styles, but at the end of the day, they're very much the same, right? Uh yeah, like from a distance, you'll see like blobs of color. You're like, okay, red, all right, blood angels, all right. Uh, blue ultramarines, okay, all right. Uh, yellow, a, uh, Imperial Fist, okay, yeah. Uh, white, uh, white scars, okay. Right. If you see like blobs of color, you know, but ultimately they all make up one space marine army because they're really all the same. Personally, always like the nids. Okay, what is it about? That's probably the most Xenos. Out of all of the Xenos armies, that's probably the most Xenos army. Like in terms of relatability. How the heck do you relate to a Nid? How? I mean, I can see fighting Nids. I like fighting Nids because I like stomping on bugs. But playing Nids, I'm trying to get I'm trying to wrap my head around that. How do you play the NIDs and like it and relate to it? It's just it's just really hard for me to understand that. What is it about it? I played Nids for the Aliens vibe okay could you also not play like Catechins for the Aliens vibe uh, just on the flip side the Orcs are a blast to play the amount of dice you roll only to hit 5 and 6 is amazing yes I mean I. out of all of the Xenos armies I like Orcs the most and I would actually play the Orcs <laughs> because they there's a human aspect to them they talk they have feelings and emotions they get angry at things And they're hilarious. Necron's have this uniformity and homogenization that appeals to my OCD. See, now, OCD I can relate to. So, that, okay. I can see that. I see your point. When I first started, when I was young, I wanted to play something that wasn't Space Marines, as everyone plays Space Marines. Okay, you just want to do something different. Okay. That is why I am so not a guard lover. uh, Says D-Nexus K. Comments are going to come through quick, very quick. Play turn for cool factor. They like stomping on bugs. Q, Peta, uh, coming to get him. Oh, ha 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 ha, Peta. Well, uh, okay, then come and get me because I'm a bug killer. If you like to eat a lot, nids. Okay. Uh, you know what? I've also heard this, and this is a throwback to Gary. He's a nid player. I haven't seen him in many years, but he said, A day without dead gods is a day without sunshine. That's what he said. Uh Niz are always hungry. Relatable. Okay. Uh, all right. As a long-term dungeon master, I relate more to the monsters, monsters' enemy factions like orcs and tyranids. Okay. Vito coming in, dropping a truth bomb. <laughs> dropping a truth bomb. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay, Vito, how do we know this? Uh, Well, I don't, I never said that. I had, uh, uh, no one ever said that they don't have emotions. All I said is, how can we relate to them? But you know what? They don't even have a mind of their own. So I I explained that one. Huh? Yeah, if their synapse goes away, okay, what do I do? What do I eat? Oh, I I can't eat anything. Oh, I'm just gonna, uh, okay, I'm gonna go away. Uh, I don't care about you guys. That's what happens. I feel Xenos almost feels like the bad guys without the chaos aesthetic and sometimes it is just fun to be the bad guys. Okay. Alright, just like being the bad guy. Okay. I mean that's fine. Necron's because they're the original threat to life in the galaxy, and I also love their look. See now that's rule of cool. See I I can relate to that. Wanna be the bad guy? Play chaos. Ah, uh, says the Sourwain. Ah, but are they the bad guys though? I don't know if they would all agree of being the bad guys. I think some of them think they're the good guys beastmen should be a 40k army they are in the 40k books also i think lizardmen men would be cool as well nids without synapses like going to the fridge in the middle of the night whilst half asleep <laughs> okay i like it chaos isn't evil see there you go yes chaos is not evil do imperial guardsmen have a mind of their uh have have a mind of their one and the comment just went away because too many came in. Firstly, don't like the uh, the relate. I don't need to relate? There we go. I don't need to relate to a faction to enjoy collecting, building, painting, and playing it. Does the model look cool? If yes, I'll buy it. That's another reason to play them. Okay. Uh, nope, the Imperium are the bad guys. I would agree with that, Ben Pollard. And so I would also argue that because Blood Angels are essentially chaos because of their uh, black rage that they're fighting against at all moments in time except for Miss Fiston, He's the only one to actually uh, truly conquer it. Uh, Yeah, they are... I mean, they're the tortured ones. I wouldn't say that they're the bad guys. They're the ones that uh, you should really feel uh, pity for. I don't think there are any good guys in 40k. I mean, talking about truth bombs... Maybe that's the most truthful thing that we've heard all day. I think that's probably pretty accurate. Uh, how do we know or how do we have a mind of our own? Don't we get influenced by to buy stuff? Thanks, Google, for listening to my conversations. Vito, get back to work. I'm supposed to be painting sisters. By the way, Vito's gonna be painting the sisters, so we can look forward to the very exciting, beautifully painted models. Chaos isn't evil. Maybe no good guys is what we are supposed to learn about war. I mean, sure. Audio and video both seem good. Good luck with the stream. Uh, Also, paint my demons. I actually really like... uh, Oh, wait, hold on. I actually choose the Tau because I really like the manga robots look that they offered in 40k verse. But Tau are the only one of the four armies I have. I am also 40 years old so I grew up with all the old cartoons in the 80s. <sighs> I wish that was a good reason. But, uh, you know, you play Tao. So ultimately, that's that's the strike, man. Uh, howdy, y'all. Good to see you, Dave. Uh, good to see you, Chris Cartret. Replying to Liam Dante Taylor. Morse Caven, Yes, yes. Sigh, I need a paint minion. There's, there's no paint minions. There really isn't. Well, the Blood Angels are the tortured ones. What about the uh, Filka Fenrika, aka Space Wolves? This curse of the Wolfen is one annoying thing. See, that's another. Wa- that's another reason why uh, I play them, and I don't think they're the bad guys. I think they are. They are just, uh, you know, they are. There's a lot of bits, huh? Okay, so you know what we're gonna do? Let's see. We're gonna do a little chaos comment bomb. Are you guys ready for it? For those of us who don't know what a Chaos comment Bomb is, this is what we are going to do for our Chaos comment Bomb. We are going to, this is going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to do two, and the reason why I'm doing two is because I want to actually show you guys something. I started a Shrine of Chaos YouTube channel, and this Shrine of Chaos YouTube channel, it uh, will feature short clips. It was actually very much inspired by Joe Rogan. Uh, I watched Joe Rogan. I'm a fan of his. He's got two YouTube channels. His one YouTube channel shows the full-length interviews that he does with people. They could be like 30 minutes, an hour, four hours long. And then his second YouTube channel shows off short clips. And the short clips are anywhere from a minute long to 10 minutes long. It's like anywhere in between. uh, And they're more bite-sized, right? And so I figured I would do that with the Shrine of Chaos because I recently interviewed Nick Nunavati, the uh, champion of uh, 40K tournaments. He's won many. 40 tournaments he's won and he's the LVO winner, uh Adepticon winner, uh and, and so on and so on. Like the list goes on and on with the stuff that he's won and many times over. So uh talking to him about a lot of interesting things. This was last week. And there was so much much cool stuff, but it was it was actually uh it because of his interview, it spawned this idea. And the idea was that I would chop it up into clips And then post it on a separate YouTube channel because there's 10 videos, and I didn't want to flood Mini Wargaming's main channel with all of these clips because although these clips are good, it it would just, it felt like flooding the channel. But if they were their own channel and they were all this, like that's all it was, then then great. There could be as many clips as we want. So, what I'm going to do is I'm actually going to, uh, first provide a link to that so that you guys can see what that is if you want to subscribe to it cool uh it literally just started yesterday and there's five or six videos posted right now and there's more videos being posted every day i'm actually i scheduled them out so that more videos are posted every day and they're short videos they're two minutes long three minutes long uh just short snippets uh so here we go i'm going to provide that That is in the chat Now i'm going to do it a bunch of times because i I don't know if you guys see a block of links that's me restream io that's me posting that so click on that uh, and uh like the video cool you don't have to comment on it whatever uh it's just a it's another youtube channel that we have and uh subscribe if you want and uh, like that video if you want, and support Nick if you want, uh, because he is a coach of 40K. He's a great dude. Had a chance to have a good interview with him. And if you want to catch the full interview, there's actually a link in the video description of all of those clips that I have with Nick that you, you can catch last week's. And it's basically last week's Shrine of Chaos episode, if you missed it. So, yeah. That's what it is. And look at that. In a matter of, like, 90 seconds, we basically double the amount of subscribers that we had on that youtube channel because it's not hard when you don't have many so that's what happened so thank you guys for supporting that and that just so you know all the clips so if you don't actually catch the last if you can't catch every single shrine of chaos in person then look forward to that that is its own youtube channel so shrine of chaos youtube channel links go to uh, the people that i'll be interviewing It'll go back to their channels, their websites, and also to full-length episodes on the main mini Wargaming YouTube channel's live video feed section. All right, so Chaos Common Bomb number two. Let's do a number two. Let's see who could be number two. You know what? Uh, This is what we're going to do. I have an idea. I know what to do. I know what to do. Okay, this is actually a sneak peek for next week. Uh, there we go. So, this is uh, for next week. Next week, there's going to be another giveaway. Uh, today, uh, today's giveaway, this week's giveaway, is sponsored by Max Aggression Gaming. Uh, it's the Catachan Kernel. It's this model. Uh, it's the model, the Carl Weathers model, for those of you who don't know or who are only listening verbally, that is the giveaway this week, which I'll be doing in a few minutes. Next week's uh, giveaway will be sponsored by Battle Foam, and it's going to be their custom, uh, custom bag. It's their Pack 432. It's that bag.